The question is this, what is it that has some of us find our way to the top of our game, to overcome adversity and challenges, resistance and self-sabotage, to rise from the ashes time and time again? What is it that has everyday people just like you and I act boldly in the name of their passions and live out their wildest dreams in this lifetime? That is the question, and this podcast has the answers. My name is Carrie McCauley, and this is Choose Unstoppable. Hello, and welcome to Choose Unstoppable. My name is Carrie McCauley, and we are here with the vibrant Jenny Ramirez. You guys, wait till you hear about her. She's the founder and CEO of She Alpha Co., which is a company focused on women's empowerment and female leadership. You're going to hear a lot from her journey today, but she proudly advocates for warriors with mental illness by sharing her own journey and empowers women struggling with self-confidence by teaching them how to tap into their inner alpha. Thank you for being here, Jenny, and welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Carrie. I'm super excited. I'm so excited and, you know, eternally grateful that there are women and men like yourself who are willing to shine a light on all of the crevices of our story because sometimes to the outside world, it can look like we just all showed up and everything was great and and here we are, just one of the lucky ones. We know that that's not the case and I, I know that that's certainly not the case for you. And so if I may ask you to take us back, because I do really want to get into the She Alpha Co. and what all Mm -hmm. that looks like. It sounds like super interesting. Can you take us back to how that came to be, how you came to be, what that journey was like for you to get there? Absolutely. I would love to share. Um, And you're absolutely right. I think it's one of those things that we are always thinking, oh my God, they have it so good. You know, everything's so shiny and pretty and they're just living their best life. (laughs) But I always say to people, have you looked what's behind the curtain, you know, and how they actually got to that journey? Um, And I think that that's been the biggest thing for me. Um, If I take you back, let's see how far back I can go. Um, uh, 2008, 2008, I had, um, my son was a stillborn. And I, my husband, my husband at the time was in the military. And I think that that was one of those moments that actually took me in a different path and a different journey. That's when it all started evolving for me. You know, at the time I didn't look at it as something that I was going to be grateful for. You know, it came with a lot of pain, a lot of hurt. But I think with that also, I've learned so much through that journey. You know, that's what really opened me up. Um, And a lot of people are not open about talking about it, but to be truthful with you, it's been one of those experiences that really took me to the places that I needed to go. Because we all, in some aspects, we live in some certain toxicities, right? And I think that we need to be faced and confronted with those in order for us to be able to really grow. Um, So since then, you know, it's been a really hard and rocky journey. I decided to join the military um, a year right after that. And uh, that was kind of a wild ride as well. I decided I no longer wanted to be a housewife. (laughs) And um, that's really what took me to the military. I was driving around one day and I kid you not, Carrie, I was driving around. I was in uh, North Carolina and I saw the sign that said freedom. And it just spoke to me at the moment. It just spoke to me at the moment. Um, So I decided to walk into a recruiter's office and I said, you know, I want to do something different with my life. And being a housewife is not it. It's not it. You know, I can't do this. I don't want to do this. I want to do something for my country. I want to do something that inspires me. 
so I joined the military. Um, unfortunately, shortly after the military um, being in a year, I was actually injured. So I had to go through mm-hmm. surgery. And after that surgery, you know, I was medically discharged, of course. And it just, it turned my world upside down because surely after that, I also experienced Um, you know, the long-term depression after losing my baby and then the military, I had some traumas that came back from my childhood, PTSD, a year after that diagnosed with bipolar disorder. Mm -hmm. And it was just, it felt like it was a crumbling, crumbling path, you know, of thing after thing after thing. Um, I was married at the time and I had some issues with my marriage as well. And I won't talk a lot about that, but what I will share is that it's one of those, um, situations that has been the hardest for me. You know, my marriage was one of the hardest things for me and overcoming that really took me into a different world. I decided to then afterwards go to college while still trying to recover from my traumas, everything else that I had going in medical, you know, conditions. And I think from there, college, corporate, work to work, work to work, work to work, work to work, it created a lot of chaos. And I was just doing things just to do things to kind of get by. And I think that's a lot of the things that we do as human beings. We just get by. Mm -hmm. We don't really get to address those things. And then um, 2017 came around. And Carrie, I tell you, when this journey came around, I was ready to just give everything up. I didn't care anymore. I wasn't living my life the way that I wanted to live. I wasn't happy. I was driving to work, listening to meditation music. Um, is that If that's not a clear sign, I don't know what is. <laughs> but it's definitely one of those things that opened up my eyes. And I was like, this has to change. I have to completely you know, start over. I have to hit the reset button. I have to do things differently. I have to clear my mind. I have to change my perspective. I have to do all of these things because I'm not getting anywhere. I wake up every day and I'm not happy. I wake up every day and nothing seems to get be getting better. What am I doing wrong? Mm. What am I doing wrong? Um, so from there, I decided to start surrounding myself with individuals that, you know, made sense. Um, they were more positive. They saw life differently. They started having a different perspective and it started kind of shining down on me too, because now I started seeing it, you know, Hey, I know this great individual. They've been through so much in their life because I learned about their journeys. You know, they're where I am right now, where I'm open to sharing my experience. And they were just so grateful. They felt so blessed. They were happy all the time. And I'm like, what am I doing wrong? Mm -hmm. (laughs) What am I doing wrong? Um, But, you know, it took a reckoning. It took one of those things where I had to hit really hard and I had to hit rock bottom. I ended up hospitalized. Mm -hmm. And that was a breaking point for me. That's when I decided that I was not going to take my life for granted anymore. I needed to do it for me. I needed to do it for my family. Um, And I wanted to live a life that was worth living. So, you know, I, I took everything by the horns and I said, hey, I'm going to restart. And today is the day that I do that. And everything after that just changed for me. I changed my circles. I changed the people that I talked to. I changed the type of work that I did. I picked up and started learning about entrepreneurship and business. Um, I just, I looked at everything different. I would wake up every morning and listen to positive speakers. I would wake up every morning and listen to music. I started getting into a lot of the and this is going to sound kind of funny, but I started listening to different kinds of music, not necessarily with words, but taking it back to jazz and blues and, Mm. you know, things that really felt good to my soul. And I learned that I was a lot more open than I thought. I was a lot more inspired than I thought. And, um, it changed my world. It changed my world. 
I am just so moved by you. I'm sorry for your loss back in 2008, 2007, mm-hmm. whenever that was. And then I'm like, just moved by how much heartbreak a human can endure, you know, on this journey. And whether it was the military, whether it's our health, and our health is something that is all-consuming, especially if it's not working in our favor. Um, so the loss of that that next dream, like the loss of a dream, whether it's a child in that future, mm-hmm. a career, um, you know, who we thought we would be, how we thought we would feel, those are tragic losses that we don't often relate to in that way, like the loss of, you know, a a parent or, you know, some, you know, losing a marriage, which also, you know, was another heartbreak that you went through. Before we move on, I want to ask you, because you've now become thanks to your circumstances, almost like a professional heartbreak healer, uh, which you would never wish on anyone, but you have walked those coals and now being with with you today and like just how bright of a light you are. And there are most likely people listening at home today. Mm -hmm. And some of them are in one of those heartbreak moments, whether it's, you know, one of their first five or their 50th. What do you attribute your ability to piece yourself back together and have the courage to go in an entirely new direction from a place of crumbled. Yeah. I think if I'm being completely transparent with you and for anybody listening to this, it was my curiosity. I wanted to know what happiness felt like. Mm. That's what it comes down to. I wanted to know what happiness felt like, you know, and I always get emotional talking about that. And it's not because um, of everything that I've had to overcome, but just the feeling of knowing that there's something better out there. Mm-hmm. So that that's what pulled me through. The curiosity is such an interesting word, and it's one that we normally wouldn't insert right here. But curiosity is—it's it, a powerful—it's a powerful way to put it because just the curiosity of like what will tomorrow look like? Because something Mm -hmm. keeps us going somehow. Because there are times where you can't even imagine that things are going to get better, but the curiosity that like, well, what might next year look like? What could things be like if I change something? That's a really hopeful perspective. And you're right. I think curiosity is at the core of that. Like hope and curiosity are very closely intertwined. And I think it happens a lot too. You know, we all as individuals go through so much that we get stuck in that limited mindset of thinking that, well, what if it goes wrong? What if this happens? What if that happens? What if, you know, things don't work out? But, you know, this is the one thing that I work on a lot with my clients too. And this is the first thing that I say to them, but what if it does? Mm -hmm. What if it does work out? What if it does get better? What if at the end of this, you actually end up feeling much better? You know, what if you turn your life around completely and now you're living a more fruitful life than you ever imagined, you know, because if you're going to put a what if, then let's transition that. Mm -hmm. If you're a what if person, then that means that you can think about the negative, but have you also thought about the positive that comes with that? I think that is something oftentimes like it makes sense intellectually to be like, well, what if it does, Mm -hmm. but like everything about us sometimes can be kind of like almost stuck in the swamp. Like you feel like you can't even like lift your feet out. Um, And, and, you know, I I think everyone can relate to being in places like that. Another thing that 
kind of captured me as you were sharing your journey was this question, the constant kind of question of what am I doing wrong? Like, mm-hmm. How do I keep getting back here? What am I doing wrong that everyone else, or at least, you know, a handful of others seem to have figured out? And did you get a definitive answer to that? Or was it baby step after baby step? Or was there a, like a light switch, a light bulb moment where it's just like, ah, and things change? <laughs> or how, how was it for you? No, no, no. I wish it was that way. To be honest, I wish, I wish that it was just one of those things where I just woke up to and wow, you know, this is what I'm going to do. I feel that way about my company. That's, that's Mm. what happened with my company. But as far as my journey, it was a really, think about a bandaid that you've been wearing for a really long time. And, you know, you don't know what glue is on there, but the moment you start peeling it off, it hurts and it burns and it's just painful. Mm. And that's what it felt like. It felt painful because I had to relearn about the things that actually made me happy. I had to relearn about the things that actually made me be blessed and, you know, committed to what I actually wanted to do. Nothing about that journey was easy. Mm -hmm. Um, I think one of the things that you mentioned was, you know, that we get into that mindset. Yes. I say that often we get so stuck. We get so stuck in the gutter and that's the truth. I'm not going to sugarcoat it for anybody. And I say this all the time for a really long time, I felt lost. For a really long time, I felt like nothing was working. I was in a very toxic mindset where I just kept repeating the same negative things over and over and over again. I was that person. I was that person that used to say, this is not going to work out. This is going to go bad. But it's the mindset. It's the mindset. I think through time, And the moment that I started changing my circles and started changing the things that I listened to, started changing the things that I really, you know, wanted to listen and be open-minded to, it wasn't until I decided to make the choice, and that's the key word right there, until I made the choice to be open to that life of, you know, accepting positivity, that things started really changing for me. But it was painful. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hear you, sister. I, I made a note while you were sharing your journey and I just wrote down trying new things because I think we often hear, you know, read the books, listen to the meditations, do the, the, like the audios, like all, and I'm certainly here, you know, to be a, a heck yeah to all of those things, but like the, like trying, like try new music taking mm-hmm. a dance class, like re if you're always reading self-help, like read a like sultry romance novel, like start to know and pay attention to, well, how did that make me feel? What, what's going on with me when I'm doing those things and almost like seeking joy. It's like going out and looking for it rather than expecting it just to be here. Um, I thought that was just such a simple thing that is so profound, like actually seek joy and you, you will need to try new things. If what you have isn't making you happy, then try some, like try anything. It doesn't matter what it is. Like if it's jazz, if it's country, like if it's, I don't know, snowshoeing, I, I love, like, is that just something that was intuitive for you just to be like, I have to. No, it, it was not. I, I think that uh, for me, it's it was. I did a lot of research. I've always been a researcher. That's one of the things that I, I I would say that I've learned through school, and I was very curious about. Again, that that word curiosity, where you know I wanted to learn and read. So I started googling. You know, I started googling what do people do to make themselves happy, or you know, what are some things that you can do to become more positive. 
Um, and I started seeing that they put on there, listen to positive podcasts, read books, do all of this stuff. And then through it all, I started learning that you're right. You know, you can read 10,000 books, but if you don't absorb the information, you're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. And, you know, look up all these things for travel, but if you don't actually experience, you won't be able to live in it, right? It's no different with, with the cir- circumstances of different things. Um, and this is going to sound funny, but I know a lot about people by the movies they watch. And I'm going to tell you why. One of the things that I used to do um, when I was going through my heartbreak through my marriage was I used to look at a lot of love, love movies. Mm-hmm. I would look at them you know, the reason why we do that and our psyche tells us to do that is because we always look for things that we yearn. And that's the thing that a lot of people don't understand. When you sit there in your misery and you're constantly looking to feed it with something else that's fake, you know, such as movies, guess what? You're going to get stuck wanting things that you don't have and therefore telling yourself that you're in this misery. Your life sucks. You're not going to get anywhere. This is where you at. Now you have to deal with this you have to change that. Mm-hmm. I started uh, transitioning into watching women empowerment movies, women that have changed the world, women that have done this. Suddenly my mindset changed for some reason. Now I'm not a fan of movies anymore. I'm not a fan of TV. I rarely get to get any screen time these days. But to be honest with you, back then it made a big impact in my psyche because I started looking at things differently. I no longer yearn to be better in my relationship. I yearn to be better for myself. Mm. I yearn to want to become that better woman. I wanted to be able to do impact, you know? So I think that those are some of the things that we need to start looking at about ourselves too. You know, what books are we reading? What movies are we watching? Who are we talking to? Who are we listening to? Because it makes an impact. Yeah, it's it's so great. Yeah, it it really, it really does. And then having the... um, I guess it's the courage or at least the discipline to change it, to turn it off, mm-hmm. to close the book, to whatever it is, whatever that, you know, vice is for for me. I know in in my darker windows, I can usually catch myself because I'll be binging Netflix. Like it is <laughs> when I know, like, because I always have a million things to do. Like I don't have time to watch, you know, seven seasons of, you know, whatever yeah. it is. And so I'll catch myself there. And I know that it's my vice. I know it's not like my happy place or my reprieve, like for me in particular. And so the discipline to want to get myself out of that place to do the things that will change it. I also, if I'm like not doing great, I I won't turn the radio on in the car. Whereas average me, it's like kids are not in the car. My tunes are blaring, my window's down. I'm like pretending I'm like a free woman all the time in the car. That's my thing. Uh, But if I'm not doing that, like I almost like... "Mm." I'm not turning the radio on just in case it makes me feel better. You know, like mm-hmm. we really need to actively do things to alter the the way that the way that we feel and the way that we see the world and the way that we relate to ourselves inside the world. Absolutely. So then you somehow stumble into the She Alpha Co. What, like, how did that transition happen? And what is it? I love everything that I know about it so far, <laughs> but yeah, take us through that. Thank you. Um, you know, it, it's it's very interesting. It was a very interesting transition. I was still working in corporate. And um, one of the things that I decided to start doing was learning how to get better on my own. Um, because I was diagnosed with PTSD and I went through severe depression for many years. One of the things that I realized was that I wasn't getting better with doctors. I wasn't getting better with medication. I wasn't getting better with therapy. It just wasn't working for me. Um, and I know I'm not the person in the world that, that says that, you know, and 
the truth is, is that it takes a lot of self-healing. It takes a lot of self-work. You have to be accepting of that. Um, so what I started doing at the time was working on myself. When I felt like I was good enough to be able to work with a coach, I decided to hire a coach. And um, it was very unorthodox, to be honest with you. Uh, this coach was a male and he put me through a lot of weird tasks. And I say weird because he was more like a life journey coach. Um, and through that, I learned that I was really taken by the way that he was teaching me certain things. I also stumbled into the Tao. I don't know if you've heard of it before, but it's a way of life. You know, um, I learned a lot through that to visualize different things and look at things from a different perspective. So then I got into coaching. I learned about coaching and I wanted to help people, but my clientele was very specific. I only wanted to work with people that have gone through similar journeys as me, because I know that those were the kind of people that I can actually help. Um, and it just happened to be that those people were also corporate leaders. They were also in the fields, you know, they had a different life. Um, I don't know about you, Carrie, and I don't know what your experience has been like or anybody listening to this for that matter. But one of the biggest things is that people that struggle the most and go through the most heartbreaking things are the people that look the happiest on the outside. Mm -hmm. Those were my clients. Mm -hmm. And, you know, through that, I actually found that working with women was shaping a different direction for me. Now it was no longer the videos that I was watching. Now it was actually a mission. I made it a mission behind that to want to be able to work with women, to empower them, to get to different levels, to understand better, to reach different goals. Um, so that it started developing. So more months came back and that's when I woke up one day and I was like, I want to have a woman empowerment company. Hmm. And you know, it just, it just clicked like that. And then one day to another, Two months we're in and I'm like, I'm still on this subject. I want to do this. This is what I want to do. Um, then I made it a goal to start going to different events, different connections, go to networking. I started meeting so many different women and I, I learned so much through that journey just to get to know different women from different walks of life, mm -hmm. their different journeys. It just made me feel more empowered. Mm -hmm. um, I think seeing other women rise was really what got me into that mindset of, hey, I think that we can do more together. I think that if we do this together, we can lift each other up, but also take each other to the next level. Mm -hmm. And that's when she also started building. You know, I went to my best friend in New Jersey and I said to her, I want to have a women empowerment company. At first she was like, huh, this is a crazy idea. Um, you know, she came around after a couple of months and she's been on board since the beginning of the year. And it's just been great. It's been great. It's, um, it's one of those companies that I really decided to build with the mission of a community because I want women to feel empowered. I want them to come to our, you know, our company and say, you know, these are the women that are going to back me up every step of the way, not just in business, but they're going to be there for, you know, support for whatever that means. And, you know, with that, we actually, because of COVID, we had to transition. We had to pivot at the beginning of the year, which was very delightful to be honest with you, because it gave us an opportunity to actually reach out all of the followers that we have on Instagram. And I, I not a lot of people can say this, but I've talked to every single individual. Wow. At least once. I have talked to every single individual and I have made the commitment to do it like that because I want to know these women. Mm -hmm. I want to know how I can elevate them. I want to know how I can help them. So we started a book club. We started doing our podcast. Um, and it's just been a great adventure to be honest with you. So, so moved and inspired and impressed by, by you. What, 
so what does, so there, there's podcasts in the, in the group, what services do you provide? Like, are you still coaching inside of that? What, what's, what yep. happens in there? So behind the scenes of She Alpha, we're still working on some projects and we're actually finalizing where we're going to have our events next year. And, um, we actually decided to do it differently. One of the things that I said was everybody can hire a speaker but not everybody can hire a woman that has a journey. So we started connecting with different women from different places of the world. And they're actually coming together with She Alpha. And starting next year, we're going to be doing events that are going to be beneficial for your business, obviously for you to learn different aspects, but they're going to be with women that are in their field and they build their business based on the journey that they've had to overcome based on the journey that they've had to take to be there. Um, and I think that that's, that's one of the, the most exciting projects I've ever had. Um, not because I only get to work with wonderful women, but also because I think of the impact that it's going to have, which mm. is a little bit different. Um, we cut our services at the beginning of the year because of COVID we stopped and we focused on everything that had to do with our community. So next year we're going to reset we're going to have products as well. We're going to have our events. So I'm really looking forward to that. You're a, a woman after my own heart with like having, uh, like sharing and highlighting the journeys of uh, women and, and how we get to where we are. Uh, because you can't separate business from life, from the mm -hmm. journey, from the heartbreaks, from the multiple sometimes heartbreak after heartbreak. And just like the gift of someone letting you peek into the into the soul like sneak peek behind the curtain just as you have done for us today um Jenny I'm so grateful that you, you. are here and so grateful that you've shared and so grateful that you've chosen to become someone who is going to make it a heck of a lot easier to find their happiness and to you know to like land from seeking their joy to land in a you know puppy pile of women who are there to champion them and lift them up how can we learn more about she alpha where where do yes. we go what do we do how do we learn more about you <laughs> i love that um you guys anybody that's listening you guys can visit us at www.shealphacode.com or visit us on any social media platform we are officially everywhere now so i'm super excited about that at she alpha co um and then if you guys want to follow my personal journey i'm always very transparent very bold with the things that i talk about and that's at live with genra live with Jen Ra. And so for anyone driving, I will make sure all of this goes into the show notes. Uh, Jenny, I'm so glad our paths crossed. I'm so glad I got to share you with our listeners. And I'm so grateful that you're out there sharing your heart and picking yourself up time and time and time again, like so many of us have to do. Uh, I honor you and I thank you for everyone listening from home today. That's a wrap on this episode. And until next time, choose unstoppable. Thank you so much for listening today. It would mean the world to me if you enjoyed the content to please leave a review and a rating and subscribe to the show. It'll help others find us so that we can spread this important message. We'll see you in the next episode. Until then, choose Unstoppable.